Welcome to the Woman's School, your how to be a woman school in context of today's culture. We believe in wholeness. Our mission is to give women practical, systematic, and comprehensive guide to living a life that is whole. Our bold dream is to rebuild culture one woman's worth at a time because every woman deserves to feel whole and complete. She was created to live a life of generosity, but in order to give, she must first receive. And that is our bold mission. We equip women with a mindset and a skill set that will give her the capacity to give more of her best self to the world. Welcome to the Women's School. My name is January Donovan, your founder and your guide. How do you stay healthy in a very simple and practical way? So I think that we've really um, expanded our capacity to learn about nutrition, about health and optimal health. I really think that there's so many resources right now that we don't have to become a victim to so many of the junk that I think was has been part of our nutrition the last 50 years. There's been a food revolution and there's a lot of education that's out there that's a really quality. And I think that we're turning the corner. There's a lot of farmer's market. There's a lot of documentaries about food, which I think, you know, especially in the Western world, you know, cancer and all the disease, I feel like we are on the top of every disease and world that's a first world, at least in America. And I just think that it doesn't add up. And so we have to celebrate what's happening and the good that's happening in our nutrition world, in our health world. And I think we're starting to caught up to, I think, a more holistic understanding of the body. Um, I do, however, think that um, because there's an overwhelming and saturated information out there, just like anything, it becomes almost a bottleneck. So I want to outline here just very simple because sometimes it does kind of get complicated. So the main thing is that number one for our physical health and, you know, in, in the women's school, there's that wheel you can see on the right and we have health as mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual. And they're actually one they're connected because the things we think about affect our emotion our emotion releases a chemical reaction in our body that actually um, changes our capacity to receive the spiritual graces of the moment. So it's actually hyper-connected. So we actually don't, we do not say this is your, you know, your mindset and this is your physical health and this is your emotional health. We have to integrate it. And I think it's new learning and it's, you know, new research out there that actually shows it's, it's integrated. I think this is why uh, in the woman's school, um, people are, are having massive transformation because of the fact that it's a very integrated learning because, you know, you could have health coaching and not mindset coaching and not coaching on your relationship or coaching on relationship, but they're all discombobulated. And that's what I'm seeing, you know, okay, here's your nutrition coaching and here's your mindset coaching, here's your counseling and here's your relationship, you know, kind of guide. And it becomes sort of this, this, um, um, lack of cohesiveness and integration. And the problem with that is that we're one woman experiencing, you know, um, all the same things, how we do anything is how we do everything. So it has to be an integrated learning. And that's really what we, um, what we do in the women's school is that we in integrate every part of the woman. And that wheel is such a very important wheel in a woman's life, because it actually gives us clarity that when we talk about physical health, we can't just talk about nutrition without talking about 
our mindset. And we can't just talk about our mindset without talking about our self-image. And we can't just talk about our self-image without actually talking about our environment. And then our environment and our family and the family of origin. So it's hyper-connected. Even though I give them a little training, it is so hyper-connected that I am always resistant. And like little um, advice here, January, can you give me an advice here? Because our advice of, okay, how do I stay healthy has everything to do with our self-image and probably our environment and probably our relationships, right? Because sometimes this is where we binge each because we're not happy in a relationship. So it's important to know that as a framework, as I begin to actually lay out the basic of the physical health and the importance of it is that I'm giving you a little bit here, but it has to be integrated, connected. If you want to have sustainable peace of mind and a beautiful, meaningful life, you have to look at the physical in context of the spiritual, the mental, and the emotional. It has to be integrated. So now let me go back to the physical. And this is a very simple way that I want you ladies to just consider you know, uh, our health to be um, simple. And it doesn't have to be complicated. Okay. So the first thing we need to do is to, we just need to learn. But when we're consuming information, let's not make it a consumption that actually makes us feel as though we're inadequate. This is what I do. I say, you know, I'm reading because I think every week I just read something that's um, about health to keep my mind always on top of new learning and, and new research and new science. But then I say, can I incorporate that in my life right now or no? No, I can't. Great. I'll put that in, check it in later, but it's great learning. I'll put that in the back, but not the sense of guilt not, or shame or feeling like, oh my gosh, I can't do it all because this is what happened. We start to get healthy and then we you know, try to change every part of our, our nutrition or our health. And it then becomes unsustainable because we can't wire five things at a time. It has to be one thing at a time. So it's important to take information and have the capacity and the skill to create healthy boundaries that allows us to incorporate things one thing at a time. Okay. The second thing is that you have to check your sources and and see, okay, is that a credible source or not? And here's how I always, you know, and this is my children mom that's healthy and they know define healthy right because we sometimes say well I'm, i eat really healthy and then we start to actually say um well define healthy well you know um we don't do uh sugar you know so i just kind of keep it simple and i'll just you know make food with you know really easy and there's only two um, recipes it's a bouillon cube and salt and pepper and vegetables i'm like well bouillon cube has so much um, preservatives, right? So, or, you know, I eat really healthy. We don't eat out a lot. You know, we have a lot of, you know, pasta and bread all day and it's really simple, but you know, certain bread have a lot of ingredients. And as a matter of fact, I was just talking to my friend in Europe because their bread and their pasta there is processed so differently that she came here and all of a sudden the bread and the pasta she was eating, it was, you know, really um, wrecking havoc in her body. Okay. So it's important for us to recognize the source and the food. So we have to check labels. We have to really study the labels and what they are, because if we can't read it and if we can't actually, if, if it's not short enough, chances are it's a lot of junk in there. So, you know, when you're buying food, just keep it simple and say, you know, that's a lot of ingredients. Maybe we'll just have it once a week or once every two weeks. And that's as a treat, but that could not be part of our daily norm. So you know, so those are the things that I think kind of just mindset simple. And the third thing is really learning how to um, 
cook and clean very efficiently because we can't have a sustainable lifestyle of nutrition and health if we think our kitchen is just something so overwhelming because we won't cook. And the reality is that if we don't actually learn how to cook, it's hard to have sustainable, healthy lifestyle. So that's three things that's are really important for us to understand now that obviously the cooking part is a learning in itself. So let's just talk about number one as the importance of water. There isn't really anything we don't know about physical nutrition that is so daunting. It's just a matter of actually forming ourselves with accountability and the right strategies to say, I am a water drinker, you know, and people make fun of me, but I, you know, literally drink about 10 of these a day. Um, but it helps us sort of just flush our system. So if that's the one habit that you can actually just wire into your system, water, it's not orange juice, it's not, you know, but it's just water. It just cleans your system, you know, and I tell women and my children, my children, your, you know, your urine should be clear, period. If it's not clear, you're not, you don't have enough water. Okay. Um, number two is sleep. We need to have eight hours of sleep as a, you know, seven, eight hours of sleep as a bare minimum. I'm probably not the best at that always of following through, but I always manage if I kind of, you know, don't get enough sleep because I am a morning person that I'll sort of make up with it some other time, but we need to be counting our hours of sleep every single night. My, I ask my children, you need to count your hours of sleep. You know, when they're seven, they're eight, they're nine, they can count the hours of sleep. So they build a habit of constantly um, counting our sleep because we can't really operate optimally our mind if we don't have proper sleep and yes you could get away with it and you know some some certain people have but maybe but it's not your average you know sleep is really crucial but some people might only need seven hours of sleep some people might need eight hours of sleep eight hours i think is optimal i think you know someone might say i need hours or nine hours of sleep it's i think more than what we need to have sometimes when we have too much sleep we actually actually get tired um and then we also miss out on opportunities of, you know, getting ourselves ready in the morning. So that's an important thing. Now, remember that in order to have quality sleep, you need to learn a morning routine and an evening routine. So that's why it has to be hyper-connected because great January, the problem with sleep is not that we don't need, we don't actually have healthy sleep. The problem with sleep is that we don't have a routine, which is a learned skill in itself. So that's important. We need to be counting hours of sleep and we need to have a routine so that we know exactly the same time we sleep and exactly the same time we wake up. And it should be consistent every single day because sporadic sleeping is actually not healthy because our body has an internal alarm clock and it's internal rhythm and it kind of messes up with it. Some women, it's inevitable, like if you're a nurse or you're a nursing mom, it's inevitable. You do the best you can to try to create a rhythm of life that protects your sleep and your sanity. It goes kind of hand in hand. Without sleep, there is no sanity, right? This is actually how they torture people before is that they would, you know, sleep, they would like wake them up. It was like the torture and then two minutes. And so they would get woken up and that was a form of torture because it would let them spill the beans because they were so exhausted that they would just reveal everything. Okay. Um, and then, so let's talk about toxins. So there's toxins all over. We live in a world, unfortunately, that has not been um, in complete integrity with the toxins and our, um, in our environment, cleaning, soap. So, you know, I feel like that's the thing in my life that I feel like, okay, it's been a slow, gradual application of the things that I feel like are toxin-free. And some things I say, you know what? Um, okay, let's start with clean, you know, clean, healthy soap. Or the one thing I got rid of, which is really toxic, are candles because, and perfumes or those air fresheners, because, you know, I, I cook a lot. So I'm always trying to find something that is, that makes the house smell good because that's a, creates an invitation. But 
so many out there is junk. So I actually just started using essential oils and diffusers to actually make the house smell good. And that way there's peppermint or lavender that's going around the house. And that way it's not toxic, but those candles are really toxic. So just, or those air fresheners or Glade or whatever those things are, you're basically inhaling them. So just there's so many things in our clean environment, I mean, environment and dust, just toxins in general. And the fourth thing is nutrition, which let me just talk a little bit about. Our food system is not, does not have the same integrity as it used to. It's that simple. The, you know, bowl of spinach now, 50 years of bowl of spinach does not have actually the same nutrients because of the soil, because of everything, all the junk we've put into our environment. The truth is that we haven't really respected our environment. And so the quality of our food is no longer the same. So that's an important learning because we actually need supplements. We actually need, um, additional vitamins in our body to actually help us, you know, vitamin D, vitamin C, vitamin A, especially, um, we just need it. Here's where the rubber hits the road. There's a lot of junk vitamins out there and that's why we need to study. So, you know, I try to check my source and make sure that, um, I have vitamins that are actually, um, have credible sources. So if, you know, you want to be able to incorporate vitamins, just study. And sometimes I buy vitamins to my children. It's so funny. I just bought vitamin C because of all this COVID, you know, vitamin C is really important. And so it had great reviews and I had thought I had checked all the labels and I couldn't, I guess, see the labels because it was, I bought it on, online because everything was closed. And my, my kids saw it, Ina, right at my eight-year-old. And she's like, mom, this is junk. High fructose corn syrup is the first ingredient in a vitamin C that has a four and a half star review. That's not good. <laughs> High fructose corn syrup is a form of, you know, preservative that is toxic. And so you learn. That's the thing. It's like you cannot, you know, you have to learn. And some things, you know, some things you realize, you know, they were good at one point, but realize that they're not quite as good now. And that's okay. Right. And so you you don't beat yourself up. You just learn. So it's in trying to incorporate good vitamins or good nutrition. So I, you know, there's a lot of good greens out there that I feel like are clean because so many greens out there, I see them like, oh, look at this green drink protein powder. And I'm looking at the ingredients. I'm like, ah, and when you eat clean, you start to feel it. There were so many things that I would try and I'm like, oh, that has so much junk. I can tell because my, the inflammation is often the cost that we, we pay for a lot of toxins in our body. And if we're used to it, we kind of get desensitized and we're just kind of a growing inflammation. But if we're, you know, hypersensitive to because we clean our body, we start to feel a lot of those aches and pains when we eat junk food. And I, for myself, I, I, I can feel it. So look at your vitamins and look at the, you know, the supplements that you're putting in your body because they're important, but you want to make sure that they're healthy. The other thing is, you know, when it comes to food. Okay. So that's just a little bit about this is that preservatives are everywhere. There's a whole labeling war out there. You've got to look at your, um, labels. Uh, and I think that it, you know, we can actually eat really clean and simple without a lot of junk. It requires skills, very basic skills, not complicated skills. I think we can create, you know, um, simple nutrition that's a lot of vegetables, um, a lot of fruit, and without junk in there, some, you know, meat and meat that's flavored really well with good quality seasoning, but very few, and it's not a lot. And you can do so much with so little of the natural things. And if we can learn to cook that way, then we don't have to. I don't think we need to be buying packets. I think we need to be paying attention to our seasonings. That's really important, ladies, because those seasoning packets cause a lot of inflammation if we don't study and if they're not pure and if they've got a lot of preservatives in there. So watch the preservatives in your food and, and watch the labels and obviously sugar 
right? There's sugar everywhere. <laughs> I, um, I feel like it's the culprit to not being able to think. I know it when I'm eating junk food because my memory fails me and it's like this automatic. I'm like, I'm usually, you know, I can remember things and I'm like, what did I just say? <laughs> and, um, you know, there's just, they're just, um, they're just not quite as integrity in the labels that we're eating. So it's, it's a bit of a war and you're just going to have to see it as a, as a war and you're learning and trying to figure things out. What's the best, but it's important that we, you know, teach our children, we teach ourselves to study labels. I never did before and I suffered for it, that we eat really um, simple, a lot of fruit, vegetables. Um, obviously some people are not, you know, uh, some people say dairy is good. Some people dairy is not good. I mean, I think that you have to see how your body reacts to it. And I know that certain blood types work better with, with other ones. So even just to avoid a lot of the things that have, you know, kind of chemicals in it, um, even in dairy, you know, like one of the, I think big culprit is yogurt because it's got a lot of sugar in it and, you know, kefir could be good for you in its purest form, but now it's, you know, it's in this, fake form and the way they process it is I think the way is what loses its integrity you know a lot of honey is natural and it's good but the way they process honey it's like you have to really make sure you buy raw and good honey or agave agave in itself is good but the way they process is actually what makes agave you know turn into fructose so it's it's studying these things and sending them gradually and incrementally. So just trying to keep it really simple and simple ingredients, a lot of fruits and a lot of vegetables and meat that's flavored easy, I think is a way to do it. Um, and that requires just a few skill set. But really, if you just um, kind of keep it that simple, and it's not simple, meaning that there's no work behind it, but simple and it's sort of cleanliness and not overcomplicated. Um, I think that you're going to, strengthen your immune system. Oh, I, there's one thing I'm sorry, I forgot here is movement, which is what we teach in the women's school is sort of the pillars of it is that even if you don't like to exercise every day, which is really, I don't like to exercise every day. And that's the truth of it. And, you know, I, um, I do it because it's work. Even if, if it's just walking, um, for a half hour, 15 minutes a day to just kind of get the blood flow moving. I think that's important. And if it's cold outside, you know, there's a way to do exercise inside, but just some form of movement so our bodies does not become sanitary and that we're actually um, causing blood flow in our body. And I love it because in children, movement actually is what helps them develop their brain. And it's also really the same as adults. The more we move, the more we actually activate brain cells. And that's really important. So um, that's a really sort of simple way of, you know, I want you to look at it. It's, it's water, it's sleep, it's nutrition and it's movement. And it's understanding those toxic things that really um, inhibit us from being optimal in the way we show up. And remember that the goal is for us to be present. The goal for us is to be able to um, um, be fully alive every day because our physical health creates or it hinders us from actually fully being alive when we can't operate optimally. And, and remember the whole thing of physical health is that you could do all these things, but our mind is in constant worry and stress and it actually doesn't work. It stops us. So the most important thing here is understand the integration of a woman that's actually um, understands how to command her mind, her emotions, and that then she can um, really uh, 
make her body optimal because negative thoughts creates inflammation. So does preservatives. <laughs> so that's why it has to be integrated. Um, but anyways, I will do the training um, on the importance of obviously the mental health. And that's what we do in the women's school is that we created an integrated um, um, tr- formation. And so my invitation to you ladies is that remember that, you know, dabbling into our growth is dangerous and risky. We have to see our growth as integrated. We can do so much with focus six months work than dabbled work for six years along the road. So if I could invite you to really go deeper into your formation and so you understand the whole woman according to the wheel and that this is one part is a physical part, but it's all hyper-connected to our self-image of ourself, you know, and uh, our environment and how the more we understand the whole woman, the more we actually become physically healthy. And so that's my invitation to you. And, you know, join us in the woman's school, grow, grow with us, grow in this family where we really, our, our vision is to rebuild culture one woman's worth at a time, beginning with us valuing ourselves so we can give more of ourselves. Thank you so much for watching January Donovan here with the woman's school. Let's change the world beginning with our internal world.